재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Time to turn our minds to travel and tourism, whether you've got personal trips planned or whether you think about tourism as an industry and as a new revenue channel for Korea. We've got a professional tourist to help us understand all the different angles. Her name is Jimin Yoon, and she's here every Friday. Hey, Jimin. Hello. So, yeah, <laughs> it is finally fall, autumn. Yes. Aren't you glad that that I'm blast so furnace is finished? <laughs> I'm so glad. I love to see the clear skies. <laughs> oh, clear skies. And what is it? The skies are high and the horses are fat. Is that what they say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any fat horses yet, but the skies are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And that means for Koreans and for a lot of guys like me too, mountains. It's yeah. time to head for the mountains. Mm-hmm. So Korea's got no shortage of them. I guess it's the best season to go on a hike or like a, do a trekking. Mm-hmm. So I would like to talk about mountain tourism today. And mountain is a great tourism resource for Korea. And a lot of people are traveling to climb mountains and, or hike trails. And anytime you're talking about something out in nature like mountain trekking, mm-hmm. there's an ecological angle, right? Sure. There is a conflict between development and preservation. It's like same for other areas of tourism, but especially for the mountain tourism, the conflict is more like, um, I guess, like a, a lot of people are discussing about it. Yeah. And... Like, especially they have big problems over at Everest in um, sure. Nepal. Mm-hmm. Uh, people go and they trample the place and they leave mm-hmm. their garbage and uh, they really struggle with it. Yeah. Does Korea go through the same thing? Well, in Korea, there was a like an issue of building a cable car at Seorak Mountain. Right. Mm-hmm. And it has been a big issue. And people, including hikers, said that it is never good to put a huge development on the mountain. They say like cable cars will destroy the ecosystem and mm-hmm. so on. But On the other side, some people are arguing that the cable car will allow the disabled or elderly people to enjoy the mountains. Exactly. I think mm-hmm. that's what they're doing in Jeju, though, with Hallasan, right? Sure. Uh, so that elderly people can, can get a glimpse of it. Otherwise, um, mm-hmm. they really don't have that much of a chance. Yeah, like a lot of mountain destinations these days are so always put like eco-friendly, environmental-friendly in front of their development. They try to minimize the impact of like their development. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think the Korean hiking culture is pretty eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see a, a lot of foreigner-friendly uh, sort of package tours to the mountains, which I think is a potential growth area for mm-hmm. Korea. Sure. Um, I think Korea should take advantage more of that. But the Koreans, the predominantly Koreans that do go, uh, they're good with their trash. They don't light fires. They don't do irresponsible things. So mm-hmm. they get uh, some real kudos for that, I mm-hmm. think. What are some you know, popular hiking and mountain destinations around the world that you know about? Well, I guess as you mentioned, the Himalayas in Nepal, it would be like the most well-known mountain tourism destinations in the world. As there are highest mountains of the world, like Everest and Annapurna, there are a lot of like tourists coming in just for the like mountains. Sure. And especially at the Annapurna is visited by many tourists who are not even professional hikers. It's fascinating. They call it the Annapurna Base Camp. Yes. <laughs> As in, this is where you uh-huh. start to climb Everest. But even that is like yeah. four kilometers high. Yeah, it's like a 4,130 meters above the sea level. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That, do we even have mountains that tall in Korea? 
No. No. <laughs> so just to get to base camp, you have to be a pretty solid hiker. Or yeah. you could have Sherpas or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, and it like it's like the most common but challenging like a route to get to the Annapurna base camp. And also there is another circuit called Annapurna Circuit, which goes around Annapurna area. And ah. it takes about like 30 days to sort of like complete a the route. Annapurna yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would you do that? I, would not, I personally do not have my head wrapped around why people want to do extreme mountaineering. <laughs> Well, I guess like there are some people who are just into the mountains and just climbing because the view uh, from like a, the top, like a h- height, yeah. would be like amazing. It's like you're almost in yeah, space. It's non-comparable with like you watching the mountains from like the sea level. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're in an airplane yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I get that, and and then the sense of accomplishment for for going. I like mountains of a more petite, manageable scale, like you know the Alps. Well, I guess. Yeah, the Alps could be like manageable, but I would say compared to the Himalayas, the Alps is in Europe and they have more of the infrastructure for people to enjoy the mountains, like cable cars or hotels, resorts. So they have a lot of like transportations to easily get to the top, like such as cable cars, gondolas or cogwheel yeah. railways. Are you a skier? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love to ski. Won't be long before we're talking about skiing, uh-huh. I guess. Um, but yeah, here it is, uh, trekking and hiking season. That brings us back to Korea. Mm-hmm. Massive, most of Korea is mountains. Yeah, like 70% about of the land is covered by the mountains in Korea. And as you said, I think there is a room for development in mountain tourism in Korea. Korea does have a plenty of the resources for mountain tourism. And we have all the national parks. So... Well, like as you said, the Chirisan, Tulekil, Chirisan National Park is one of the most popular and the well-known um, mountain tourism destination. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest mountains in Korea. It spreads across four counties and three provinces and actually was designated as the very first national park in Korea around like 1960s. So. Chirisan in about, I guess, seven weeks time mm-hmm. is going to be so unbelievably beautiful once the colors of yeah. October start mm-hmm. to uh, set in. It's mm-hmm. one of the most gorgeous places you can be during fall mm-hmm. in the Northern Hemisphere. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yeah, um, yeah. where and, else? And Well, Chirisan Tulekgir, I would, I would say that it currently passes about 120 villages and it, the road itself has boosted the local economy, which is very uh, positive in a way for the economic development in local areas. So you can feel good about helping rural communities sure. and uh, mm-hmm. being a part of it. And there's just something different when you go into the mountains with Koreans. It's fun to go with them and they, things change. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're no longer kind of stressed out and angry and they share food and they say hello. Yeah. They carry little radios with music with them and it's just a totally different vibe. I think mm-hmm. um, if, you're, if, you, if you haven't done the hiking thing in Korea yet, uh, you're missing out. It's time to do it this year. Mm-hmm. Well, and to mention about another um, destination, it's called Yongnam Alps. So it's like the Alps in Korea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because they call it Alps because they have the seven mountains, including Kajisan, Cheonhwangsan in Ulsan area and Miryang area. They are like more like a plateau. Like all the seven mountains, they are similar in their height. So 
when you go up in the mountains, they look like a plateau. So it has a little bit of different and unique scene compared to other mountain areas in Korea. Almost like a straight dulegil sure. between peaks mm-hmm. yeah, once you get you, up that high. Mm-hmm, when you walk along the ridges, it's so um, like flat but high, <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. One thing I haven't really spotted, correct me if I'm wrong, in the Korean mountain ranges is an infrastructure for like staying over or camping or sleeping. Is there that kind of stuff? I mean, in the Alps, the real Alps, Mm -hmm. they have this very developed network of like hostels, hotel, mini, um, they call them Herberge in the German space, you know, where you can uh, kind of sleep, get warm. a resting area. A resting area. Mm -hmm. And you can check in. Mm -hmm. And then they know if you haven't reached the next one by, say, tomorrow, that something's wrong. Mm -hmm. So you can keep a check on your safety. Is that kind of stuff happening in Korea? Yeah, I think there are some resting areas or like a small, like a houses like like a little um like bungalows mm. and along the ridges of uh like the mountains where people can sleep and everything okay but i guess the culture like a camping culture is developing it's like an ongoing process yeah. i guess it's usually a one-day thing go up come down in korea well for the big mountains there are a lot of like people uh go in a group to like climb the mountains for more than a day or like, ah, really? more than three days like Chirisan Tulekir I think to like complete the route I think it takes more than a day like definitely and then like, you but you kind of get off the Tulekir to, to stop in at the mm-hmm. local village yeah maybe go to a go in and out I mean back <laughs> yeah. there and get some of the local food mm-hmm. that sounds fantastic yeah. I want to take a month off <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to put in for that <laughs> what do you think can be improved about the mountain tourism scene here I think the biggest merit of Korea's mountains are the distinct four seasons. So Korean mountains are very different day by day as the season changes. So for the hikers or the mountain tours, I think it is, it is a very attractive reason to visit Korean mountains like more than once. Yeah. So I think it's a great merit that we need to promote. And also, like although Korea does have too much mountain areas i do not think we have enough activities to enjoy the mountains in various ways yet okay like um like paragliding or zip lining or those kind of like special activities that could bring people like memorable experiences to enjoy mountains so like definitely we need to minimize the impact on yep. environment but like if there are so many like activities that you can enjoy especially in korea i think that would attract more of the mountain tourists Interesting. You don't want to overdevelop and turn the mountains necessarily into an amusement park mm-hmm. uh, because there is a very, I think, a rather conservative attitude towards the mountains here in Korea. You just put on your hiking outfit, you go trek, mm-hmm. and then it, it, that's enough for most Koreans. Mm-hmm. You don't need a lot of bells and whistles and stuff like that. Yeah. One thing I, I mentioned very briefly before is that um, I, I wish that Korea would figure out a way to to package up hiking experiences better for mm-hmm. foreigners. Mm-hmm. Um, say, listen, we're going to go and interface you with Koreans and give you a real taste of what Koreans do on a weekend. I don't think mm-hmm. there's enough outreach to international visitors. Yeah, I think especially for Seoul, it is very unique for a city to have great mountain ranges very close. Yeah. Like you can get there by subways and you can go there like anytime because yep. it's so close. So I think it is it would be good to promote that 
like promote our mountains in Seoul area to the foreign tourists, it could be like a day trip or just to enjoy how Korean mountains look like because they have their original and authentic like scenery. <laughs> yeah, a whole emerging market for freelance and possibly corporate mm-hmm. tour guides in the future. Explore the mountains of Seoul as part of your visit. That's mm-hmm. going to have to do it. We're out of time for Talking Tourism. Thank you so much, Jimin. Thank you. And Koreascape will be back right after this. Let's continue with the mountain mood with Rocky Mountain High and John Denver. He was born in the summer of his 27th year Coming home to a place he'd never been before Left yesterday behind him You might say he was born again Might say he found the key for every door 